I vaguely remember you making some comment about the Hebrew alphabet. Now that I think about it, mm-hmm. there must have been, there was probably like a five or ten second delay before you heard it, though, because I'm probably halfway around the world. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm not anymore tonight. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Catch All Podcast, everybody. <laughs> we got a full sausage party in here. We got Harley the engineer. <laughs> we got Adam the Dark Knight. Right. <laughs> the sheet drink. And I am Parker. No wifey for lifey tonight. She's off living her best life without me. Uh, how's everybody doing? Pop your tops and grab your cocks. That's how I'm doing. They actually, they actually let me out of the dungeon tonight. Yeah, so. it feels nice. It, it feels right. It, it's nice. It feels right. This, yeah. this is how it's supposed to be done. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. that's true. Did y'all hear me stutter there? No. I, that's true. It wasn't a big stutter, but it just kind of... True, it's like a half a second. It's not Discord tonight, it's just us, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. It's just mental lag. Yeah, pure, unadulterated, just mental fatigue. Adam's brain just restarted a couple times, so we got to get it going. It does that about 12 times a day, so... Purely the Discord between friends. Adam, how excited are you to be directly across the street from us? I'm more scared than excited, honestly. You should live in constant fear. Yeah. But I, no, honestly, Once I'm Once I find out what window's your bedroom, then it's all over. Oh, God. Yeah, you can just count your, <laughs> count okay, your well, blessings. Just just letting you know, I know how to throw an egg. <laughs> you know what y'all so, should do. I know how to throw some... <laughs> some <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> all right, well, I'm going gonna... <laughs> to start looking elsewhere immediately. <laughs> God. No, what y'all should do is go old school with it and get y'all two uh, two soup cans with a string and just run it across the street. Oh my god! I've legitimately thought about that. Uh-huh. Clothes yeah. and runners. Yeah, yeah, but then a car's gonna come by and you're gonna get disconnected. <laughs> Speaking of string going across the street, me and my friend used to. <laughs> okay, where's we were, this going? Segways <laughs> <Like>, are weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we were kids, we used to do this thing. His uh, grandparents lived on um, that Lake Louise. Excuse me. Gesundheit. Um. It wasn't a very busy street. It was not busy or not so busy as to where we couldn't like play in the road. Mm-hmm. What we used to do was we would stand in the middle and then act like we were unraveling this rope. It was an invisible rope. Mm-hmm. And then as people called. were driving, we would pull it and people would slam on brakes. And it, it wasn't a real rope or anything, but mm-hmm. we'd make them slam on brakes. And it was always a good time. Nice. See, your story... It's kind of like the one that I have in that same experience, except mine involved uh, smoke bombs. Nice. And a main road. Nice. And, uh, yeah, a car slammed on brakes going about 55 miles an hour because some dipshit threw a smoke bomb into the road, and we had to nice. take off running. Mm-mm. So we did a lot of things in my neighborhood that we feared for our life. Also similar to a story that I have, except it involved, instead of a smoke bomb, it involves my ass. <laughs> instead of a main road, what? it's Highway 16. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, what? <laughs> was, Go on. Uh, your boy Dirty J and I, that was our oh, favorite yeah. pastime activity, was running up to Highway 16 in the middle of the night and uh, mooning Moon truck drivers. Yeah, Nice. <laughs> Robbing ass. Yeah. That, that makes too much sense. They need some excitement, and they're on this long trek by themselves. I mean, it's more ass than they've seen in at least 72 hours. I don't know. I don't know they've gotten man. excited. That, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah, You might not want to be doing that. I, if I can help them out, I'm just, I'm just there to help. Mm. I got a Tropicalia, and it is delicious. It's nice and crisp. It's a nice, warm spring day, and it is the perfect um, counteract to all the pollen that's inside my body. So I'm sitting here with a Sweetwater Highlight Locale Easy IPA, Mm -hmm. which has 100 calories in it, Mm because I'm watching my figure. Sure. It also 
cools you off on a hot summer's day. Yeah. Is it crisp? I don't remember how crisp that one was. It's delicious. It's like uh, biting into styrofoam. It's crisp. <laughs> <laughs> that is, the, I think, the last of the Sweetwater variety pack that M-Dog got me. Oh, yeah, stock yeah, up yeah. again. Oh, and then, uh, Adam, what you got over there? Uh, I'm giving a taste of a little land shark. Yeah, that's right. Was it? Good. Did you say that you had never had a land shark before? Was it you that said that? Yeah, yeah, I'd never had it before. Really? What do you think? I like it. It's kind of like a less shitty Corona, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what the, it makes me think of. That's the Jimmy Buffett beer. Uh huh. I feel like. Oh well, that's why I like it. I'm gonna start singing. I, I tell you what would probably be a power move is you took a little bit of that lime white claw that Harley's got and then put it inside the land shark. Uh, I would not advise that. that. Actually, might. Not be bad, but there's not much lime flavor in that anyway, so you're yeah. just pretty much making that more carbonated, probably. Parker's grin indicates that he just wanted to see it happen, not that he thought it was a good idea. <laughs> if, if, Ad, if Adam's beer was a little bit more full and there wasn't a bunch of electronic equipment around, I'd tap the top of it. I mean... I wish we had some lime for you. I'm very sorry. Oh, it's okay. Okay. I was going to say, I think Land Shark is interesting because it's a completely different drink depending on whether you put lime or lemon in it. Mm-hmm. I like it both ways, huh. but I think Explain. I prefer lemon. Lim- I've never done the lemon route. I don't. I don't know what it is. Which the the lime definitely reminds me of like a Corona, mm-hmm. like a Corona lime. Yeah. It's very similar. It's just mm-hmm. it, it. It's like if you, uh, I would imagine like an uh, like an imitation beer would be if it was trying to imitate Corona. But mm-hmm. lemon is just a little bit more refreshing to me. Yeah. More like a shandy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting. Type. I'll have to try it. It's good. I like it both Now, ways. I do like water with lime better than I like water with lemon. I just don't put eat anything in my water. I, no, I, I do. I like it. You I prefer like it. lime over the lemon? Or did uh, you say, wait, what would you say? I, yeah, I would prefer lime and water Interesting. instead of I never, I never even would have thought about doing that because lemon water really? is very refreshing. Yeah, I like See, lemon water. I, I, like, I, yeah. In general, I would also prefer lime over lemon and water. But. Yeah. Now, another really good thing to do um, is cutting up a cucumber. Ew. Putting I've, a I've slice of a cucumber in water. Cucumba. 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 <laughs> it is extremely refreshing. A very nice number. Cucumba. Another thing, to, another fun thing to do with water is uh, run it through a distillery. Also putting lime and cilantro. And then put it in a bottle. No, you. Oh no, 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 no. Price tag on it. We need to back the fuck up right now because Harley just committed <laughs> one of the, the deadly sins. He said, "Put you said put cilantro in water with lime." Absolutely not. Nice. Never. And no, you are, keep are, so. Are you the only mm-hmm. other person on the podcast that is with me that cilantro is delicious? Uh, on tacos, yes. Now I can see cilantro in water. I can see how that would be refreshing. Cilantro does nothing for me. Like it doesn't taste like soap, but it also doesn't enhance anything. It's like parsley. It's like it's just there. Interesting. You know. Now it like the whole cucumber thing in water. You can put that in like room temperature water, and it's almost like it makes it cold just because yeah. of the taste it's, of it's the cucumber. Kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives like a slight minty taste or some mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Now. Not, not, leaves, not, that's like, not like thing. minty, but it just has that after mm, that kind of a that cool. After effect of I would it. say I think I would prefer cucumber water to mint water. Well, yeah, yeah, because I'm not like I like mint, but I don't like it enough to drink it just with water. It has to be with something else. I like mint in toothpaste because it is cleaning and refreshing, and that is where it belongs. Yeah, I can honestly say. Um, Do y'all know any psychopaths that use cinnamon toothpaste? No. I have before, and it is quite nice. I will say, though, the, the mint toothpaste thing is kind of a trick because the refreshing aspect, I can't remember what it is. Chemicals? It's not mint. It's some chemical, but that they put in mint-flavored things in, like, toothpaste that 
blocks your taste buds from detecting things that are sweet or something. Mm-hmm. So you get the you get the sensation of it being refreshing, which is why when you drink orange juice directly after it tastes bitter and nasty. Mm. I was so confused with what you were doing. Interesting. It's not actually that you're getting clean, it's that the chemicals are tricking your brain and the company's making money off of you. Good. Well don't keep tricking me because I feel so refreshed after yep. brushing yep. my teeth with yep. mint. Can we talk about pollen for a second? Oh Fuck God. I would rather not. Shit. You have no idea. Fuck how, pollen. Like uh, you have no idea how much it pisses me off to go outside to leave work. And there's just a thick fucking layer of plant-based bukkake all over my truck. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Just tree sperm everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's fucking nasty. I washed my car myself on Saturday. I was so happy. I was so proud of myself. I went out to Advanced Auto Park, got me a bucket, some of that shine and wax stuff, mm-hmm. and a nice little 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 scrubby-dub thing. Brush? And I washed a it. scrub No, it wasn't a brush. It was scrub one of those like little... Uh, the all the little the weird Muppet looking thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I just bought something we can take to our house. I am so proud. Mm-hmm. Washed my car. Took me like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I was done, pollen started building back up. These again last three days, I've been dying. It's right, terrible. Right now is probably the most together I have felt. But previously, I've been walking around with like a nasal strip over my nose because I couldn't breathe so much. And right now, it, it may just be the amount of Allegra that I have pumping through my body, but I feel passable. My throat's still kind of itchy, but... It doesn't affect me so much anymore. It just... Like, a few years ago, it would affect my eyes, and, like, my eyes would get all puffy and red and shit. And then, you know, it, it's been a couple years since that's happened, but now all I, all I do is I feel like I'm just completely drained of energy just from pollen, and it's weird. Do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? Speaking about pollen. Oh. What's oh? Oh dear. So that has also been made public that um that episode. You know how uh Paramount Plus is coming out with that like Nickelodeon thing? No. Uh well Paramount is coming out with Paramount Plus, which is gonna have like all the Nickelodeon like kids shows, SpongeBob, Rugrats, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. And they have announced that that episode and one other episode of SpongeBob has gotten taken off. Now everybody is in a giant uproar. Censorship. Why? Because that was um, a lot of people are saying that it promotes like they they go on a panty raid in that episode, and a lot of people are saying that Christ. it is well, you know, promoting it. Panty raids? Yeah, nobody does those anymore. Anyway, what's the point? <laughs> Did people yeah. do it in the first nobody, place? Nope. <laughs> nobody does. I mean, that yeah, maybe like anymore. in the maybe like in the fifties, you go, go down to the soda fountain, get you get you a nice soda pop <laughs> with your best gal, and then we're gonna go on a panty raid. Have to toss out a little nickel. It just got weird. <laughs> God, no, it's just, I'm just tired of hearing about it. Like that's the first I'd heard that they were moving yeah, SpongeBob. I didn't, episodes. I heard about it at all. Thanks. Oh, really? Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for can, ruining you, my life. Adam. You can thank IGN. They've shared two different articles on it. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dislike. Being yeah. a, back to, back to the pollen thing. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard about this as being like part of the reason we have an issue with so much pollen buildup in cities? Is that City planners are prejudiced against female trees. Excuse me. Uh, no, I thought I thought trees were asexual. Um, there are male and female. Well, there's male and female like reproductive yeah. systems. So you have plants. some trees that produce seeds and things, and they absorb pollen, or looking to like take up pollen out of the air, and then other plants that produce and put off a lot of pollen. So, like an example of female tree that 
for some reason, people like is sweet gumball trees. Fuck sweet gumball yeah, they're trees. They're awful. There's but three of them in our backyard right now. Similar, we can go play around barefoot. So that sentiment is why a lot Nature's of city nails. planners don't like planting them. Mm-hmm. And so you end up with a situation where you have all of this pollen and no plant vag for it to go to. Plant okay, vag. well, speaking of plant vag, can we like make these city planners stop planting Bradford pears? Because when they bloom, they smell like tree vag. Oh, my God. Bradford pears. Yeah, Bradford pears are disgusting. Emily and I went on a walk the other day, and I, I got a whiff of it. And I was like, there's a pear around here. Did y'all, did y'all ever? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You can smell the menstruation. His um, pear senses are tingling. Did, did y'all? Did, did any of y'all ever go down to uh, Gordon, the the Gordon College? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, at oh, all. Yeah. So you know, like where the where the big parking lot is mm-hmm. at the bottom of the hill, and then mm-hmm. you got the Mordor. The, yes, the, okay, continue. Yeah. And then you got to yeah. <laughs> no, that's the Shire, and then you got to walk to Mordor. Mordor is the rest of the campus because you're going up. Hit, uh, never mind. Um, but you, like uh, right, that's there, actually the best comparison I've ever. But heard like, the I side. think I always called the <laughs> hill you had to walk up Mount Vesuvius right there. I just called it Mount Son of a Bitch. But <laughs> I didn't call it anything because I'm a college dropout. <laughs> but you got shit, Mount Motherfucker. <laughs> but um, no. So like right along that that walkway that goes up uh, that main street right there, it, it was just lined with Bradford pears, mm-hmm. and you knew spring was in the air mm-hmm. when you walked through there, and you just get hit in the face with the worst smelling. Thing ever, mm-hmm. like it's, it it was like it like 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 I've never smelled rotten fish, even though I spent three months working in a meat department at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. But I've never smelled rotten fish. But if I had to guess, it would smell something like that, like a Bradford pear. But, for but it was sure. like, but it was like like su- like a hint of sweetness. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. Know. That is absolutely disgusting. So gross. No, yeah, no, it absolutely is. Is this year worse to anybody else? Because I don't think I've seen this amount of pollen before in my entire life. Referring to the level of pollen or just generally? Because that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's I'm really glad you added the pollen clause in there because you're like, is this weird been been worse to y'all than anything? And I was like, are we like I'm about to have to knock on some damn wood here because it's going pretty great so far. I, I matter honestly, of fact I'm gonna do it right now. I, I honestly thought you were talking about in general. I thought we were just saying no, the whole episode. Well, well hey no let's uh I'm gonna say with regards to pollen and then open up the floor to <laughs> <in> general. Yes. <laughs> Filibuster on pollen. Uh-huh. I think it is because um, the other day when I was driving on the way to Advanced Auto Parts to get stuff to wash my car, I was on Patterson Road about to turn on to Manly. I'm not sure if y'all are aware of where that's at. No, but I don't even there are some pine trees, and I'm talking like giant clouds of yellow dust. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Some of it might be because of everyone having been quarantined. That was something I was just thinking about. And we also have gotten a whole bunch of rain here recently. So I don't know yeah. if all these trees are like jacked up on Mountain Dew and just like <laughs> jizzing out everywhere. Why, this is, why, why, why would it have to do with us being inside all the time? So this is something that I was listening to with... Uh, I think oh, it was, is it because of like the emissions from cars and shit? Yeah. Which, okay. So it has to do a lot with... Like, like that M. Night Shyamalan movie where they all turn against humanity and they start releasing the poison spores in the air? The Village? The I Knowing? Know. No, the happening. The happening. Is that the, what that is? The fappening. I have <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. It takes me back. I have not <laughs> I have not seen the happening or the fappening. Oh, um, you're missing out on one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not gonna tell you which one. <laughs> it's oh, the happening. Okay, okay go so, ahead. Is it? Uh I don't remember if it was a podcast or if it was a YouTube's or something of that nature. Um, but I remember there was research that has been done prior to COVID. Uh, that suggested a lot of positive um, agricultural agricultural effects of uh, localized uh, quarantining, mm-hmm. uh, where you don't have like the carbon emissions and the people driving their cars to work and stuff. So you end up over the course of like a year or two of them quarantining, 
uh, you end up seeing a positive effect to the environment where like plants start growing back and mm-hmm. like the them dumbass dolphins like swimming up in them little rivers and shit. Yeah, causing like little whirlpools where mermaids jump out of them, all kinds of stuff. Well, like that, that makes that makes sense because that, I, I saw something that said like a lot of uh, a lot of greenhouse gases or something like that uh, really was on the down. Or on a, on a decrease from mm-hmm. from last year, just because yeah. of everything that wasn't happening. Yeah, so, yeah, so I mean, that might hold some water. I'm not wondering if the the we we gave our planet some room to breathe, and it was like, okay, round two, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like okay, thank you for letting me get air. Now I'm just going to fuck you up with dust. Now you can't have air. Uh huh. <laughs> now breathe if, in. if I'm not mistaken, I think the uh, COVID numbers are back on the rise again. It's the last I heard. It it doesn't it does not surprise me just with like the uptick of vaccinations, people yeah. starting to feel safe. Not even if like they're vaccinated or whatnot, but just the in the air, people feeling safe and like starting to go back out again. And you know, plus being springtime, I just I just, I just feel like people don't really care as much anymore. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like once you like being stuck inside for an entire calendar year, it's like you get driven to the point of desperation where it's like I need social interaction in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. I gotta get out and do something. I'll wear a fucking mask, but I want to be around other live human beings. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like basically just being on like house arrest for a year. It's just you can't you can't live like that. Yeah, as I said, this is Catch All Podcast. You can find us on all major podcast services. If you like the show, throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Adam, bookkeeping, Scranton City's playing, Bank Street. What date? August the 6th. Thank you very much. Uh, Adam, catch us up. What have you been doing? Oh, man, I wasn't ready. Oh, my God. On the spot. Go now. Um, Take a wild guess. Working and twerking. Wedding planning. No. <laughs> I was gonna say yep. that's not appropriate, but well, <laughs> and working too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, just wasn't planning. We're getting closer and closer. And final stretch, yeah, yeah. We're ready for it to be over and over. It's mm-hmm. the final. Character. And oh yeah, but no, it's good. Um, I accidentally ordered the wrong color ties last night. Oh for, good. Yeah. So um, that was fun. Are we talking like <clears throat> the wrong complete color? Like they're supposed to be blue, and you ordered like. No green, or is it like it's supposed to be like, like rose red? But you ordered like a slightly shade of red. It was red. like two shades off. The one of the main colors of the the wedding, almost of the weapon, the <laughs> wedding is um, it's called quartz, which is like a purplish pink. It's like a little bit lighter than lavender. Are you are you aware of what lavender looks like? I mean, yeah, I used to work in ink, so I know what color. Oh, it's I like. didn't know that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> what? So it's my night shift quartz, job. That so it's like a blue or a green or what? No, it's like a um, it's it's kind of pink looking, but it's it's got some purple in there. But the color that I ordered was called rose quartz, and I'm having deja vu right now. But um, yeah, it was like two shades off. Um, so yeah, that was not fun. But mm-hmm. I think we're gonna go with it anyways. Mm-hmm. So. Because mm-hmm. it's got to match the bridesmaid dresses, right, or something? Is that the or the yeah. flower or something like that? The bridesmaids, and um, like, can you see a visible difference when you hold them up? Or well, I guess you probably don't have them on hand. Oh, there okay. we go. Oh, damn! I Harley, I love the initiative you take with getting things displayed on the. I don't have a fancy name for it, just the screen. The TV. Yeah, no, but I was trying to think of like the cock projector. <laughs> what? See, there you go. I mean, I think we can come up with something better, but <laughs> that, we can put a pin in that for now. 
All right, so I will the, say though, Harley, you do make a better door than a window because the TV is right behind you, mm-hmm. and I'm directly in mm-hmm. front of you, so I can't see shit. Yep. <laughs> so the picture generally down on the second row, all the way over to the right, is the color of the tie. Okay. This one. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. That's, nope. That's, that's tile. This one. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's a little bit lighter than that. Looks like kind of like a taupe. Okay, so we have this is this I is the color you wanted. Uh, yes. And then, and then the one this that is I the ordered. Color you got. Son yes. of a bitch. What? Yeah. 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 Probably the research guy. <sighs> so I done messed up. This is why I don't do anything. Well, I mean, did you or, did you actually order them the wrong yeah. color, or did they just send you the wrong color? No, I ordered them the wrong color. Oh. Uh, because when I saw quartz, I got excited because I just saw quartz. I didn't see rose quartz. Mm-hmm. And See, this is this is why when whenever I get married, I'm going to let her do all of that, and then I'm just going to show up and say the right name. Yep. Well, I that's just, really all I got to do. Just, like, just tell me where to stand, and like, all right, we're good. I just felt bad because Alyssa's done so much. Yeah, that's true. And I tell you, a power move I did during my wedding why? is black. <laughs> why? I just, I, I just looked what? up and Har- I, I couldn't see the TV, but I can see the search bar above Harley's head, and he was just typing the word cock projector. <laughs> Harley, you should have gone through. No, with Harley, it. Harley, go back and type it so I can get a picture of that for the Instagram. <laughs> I don't want AT and T having this data. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're already on a list with the things we've said. <laughs> Cock projector. Hit enter. I'm just gonna get. I'm, hang on, Harley. I'm just gonna get the eyes up. So just look up for a second. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's gold. Now, now, oh, I was gonna say you got me curious. Now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Man, it feels good us all being in the same room. It Amen. does. Man. All right, so what was the power move of the wedding? I need to know black, this. black suits, son. Oh, well, I couldn't mess up any colors. You, just like you can't you, say that. Give now. it to me in black. But we went with navy blue. Does it come in black? Not navy blue, no. Blue but the blue. ties were also black. Everything was black. I know. I've easy. still got that. Tie. Easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And then the tie pins that I gave you, fools. It was there. It was metal. So I've, give it to me in metal color, please. I've still got mine. So mm-hmm. in fact, Space I'll probably grade wear metal it. color. Mm-hmm. But what? um, I'll probably wear the tie pin. Which one did I give you? A guitar? A guitar. Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. But, no, other than that, uh, I, I've started reading the Star Wars, The High Republic, mm. and it's 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 pretty good. Was like, that that comic you sent me earlier on yeah. Snapchat? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. Well, I screwed up. I went to Bungie the other day and got The High Republic. I got issues two and three. Why didn't you start with one? Well, I got one, two, and three, but then I realized the one that I got was the High Republic Adventures, which follows these just random Padawans around uh-huh. and stuff. So it was completely unrelated to the regular story. Yeah, it was unrelated. So I went and got one today. So I started reading that. Uh-huh. So it's good. Uh-huh. You see a, a, a young Yoda, teenage Yoda. Yep, just running around smashing all kinds of alien poon. <laughs> No, he just walks into the council. Oh. Everything God. backwards, he says. Is he on the council yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he, he's been on the council for a long time. That's Big swinging lifesaver he has. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of Star Wars, April is among, is among us, and I saw that the Obi Wan series is going to be filming soon. Oh, yeah. And guess who's in it, other than you and McGregor? Mm-hmm. Aiden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just found that out the other day. I didn't even. Really? No, I like. I know it's. I know it's old news, but to me, it's not. 
Yeah. So I was like, well, oh, they, that's awesome. Well, they did do the, yeah, the full cast announcement like today or yesterday or something. Yeah, that's where mm-hmm. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's exciting. Oh, knew, that, may, that may have been the first like official confirmation. I know he yeah. was rumored for a long time, but yeah. it may have been like the the official like right. Because I, I knew I knew you or Ian McGregor was going to be on it, but mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I guess it would make sense to put Aiden Christensen in there, but mm-hmm. he's probably like ninety by now. So yeah, I'm excited. It's mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. Me too. I watched. Um, speaking of Ian McGregor, I watched Birds of Prey the other day, and he was black masking it, and I liked his black mask mm, a lot. Nice. It was real fun. It was weird to see him because I don't have a ton of Ewan McGregor movie knowledge. I've seen him uh, in The Men Who Stare Goats. He was in then, um, uh, uh, Angels and Demons, that Dan Brown novel. Uh, adaptation. Like Da Vinci Code, yeah, and then yeah, 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 the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he, right. was, he, was the, uh, he was the Carmen Lingo in that movie. Uh, hmm. And then, oh, what's the other? Uh, Big Fish? I think he was in Big Fish. I've never seen Big Fish. It's kind of weird. Um, and then. It may have been all the movies I knew of Ewan McGregor. So it was weird to see him in something like completely over the top and like super vulgar. And it was it was cool. I liked I liked Birds of Prey. It was fun. Emily finished it with me, and she was like, "Why are you Why are you watching a chick flick?" And I was like, "I didn't realize this was a chick flick." And she was like, "No, it's a chick flick." Wait, uh, Birds of Prey is? That's what she was trying to tell me, I guess, because it's just like a whole bunch of empowered women like running around and doing. Sounds sexist, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, no, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was great. But yeah, yeah, I just I I wouldn't have called what I was watching a chick flick. Oh, it was just fun. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Sorry. <laughs> Harley sent something to the Slack, and he he, he sent quartz JPEG mm-hmm. to the sl- to mm-hmm. the Slack, but it was spelled Q U A R T S, like a quart of milk. Not, oh yeah, that's not, just me being dyslexic. Not with a Z at the end. Of it. <laughs> it, like it did like because I, I looked at it, I was like quartz of what, and I was like oh like with this okay with like the, the Z at the end. Not, mm-hmm. My bad. Mm-hmm. Derek, catch us up. What you been up to there, Chief? Been working on the railroad. Um, just working. Um, going through each day. It's been pretty rough lately with work. It's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty busy. We're really slammed. I don't want to get too much into the weeds on it because mm-hmm. it's just a pain in the ass to get and talk about, and it's going to really make me just set me off. Mm-hmm. So best not to touch that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, just been doing that and typical stuff. I haven't played any uh, any uh, Death Stranding in a couple of weeks. Oh. I'm taking, I'm, I, t- I think I took kind of like a uh, an unofficial break from that just because I was like, I had some other things going on and I mm-hmm. just haven't gotten back into it yet. And it gets kind of boring after a little while of just delivering shit back and forth because you want to progress the story, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I can knock, you, knock out these little things really quick. It's like those open world games where you have side missions and shit that you get sidetracked by instead of the main mission. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at on that now, but... Interesting. Interesting. Should be getting back into that very soon. Mm-hmm. Harley catches up. What have you been up to? Been up to a lot. Um, today I saved myself a whole bunch of money on refinancing my car. That that's cool. a that's that's a man. That's an adult ass move, and I appreciate it. And it makes I, me feel yeah. good that you are saving money. Yeah, I, I I also enjoy saving money. That is a thing that I enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, mostly just kind of speaks volumes to how crappy my credit was when I got my car. <laughs> I feel that. How crappy was it? Oh, it was no, so don't bad. answer that. So Please bad. don't answer that. Yeah. I I saved myself more than more than 1 or 2%. That is it. So yeah. that's it, nice. a lot. Mhm. Um but yeah. Yeah, you're I mean, you've been in your job a little, little bit longer now, so it's yeah. you more uh, reportable income and all that all that good stuff. Looks yeah, good on credit. More reportable income. Uh, also like having purchased my house, I have like loans and stuff I'm paying them off, so credit mm-hmm. history and all that jazz. Right. So 
Well, so that, that was today. Um, been, that been playing some video games. But oh, what were gonna ooh. say? Now, uh, I want to get I want to get into that, but it just goes to prove how much of a grown ass adult I am that I understand and appreciate like credit history and uh, <laughs> lowering your APRs like that. It oh, I just know. I always made fun of my parents whenever they were talking about like all this dumb stuff. I was like, "This is stupid. I don't care. Who this is care? boring. Who? Why don't you just save up all the money and buy it at once, you nerd?" This is the shit we should have been learning in school. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing. Like when when I have kids, I one hundred percent want to have like a mandatory class that they have to take where I just explain to them like. This is what an APR is, oh, and yeah. this is why you oh, care, yeah. mm-hmm. and like make them get a credit card as soon as they're old enough, and like, all that kind of. <laughs> I jazz. think the closest I came to something like that is in high school. It was either eleventh or twelfth grade. I, I did take an economics class, but it was, I think, literally the largest thing we did in there is like we played a stock game or something, Ooh. and I still couldn't have told you how the stocks work after after that because I've learned more this past year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm just dibbling and dabbling in stocks than I ever learned in any kind of like formal teaching environment. How much of that experience do you feel like allowed you to be comfortable enough to do that for yourself though? What I, what I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, like how much of was that of like a lubricant for you to want to go into that Get a choice of word to fully insert myself yes. into the scenario, right? How much just of a, slide a reciprocating right in motion just, in and out of the stock market, just yeah. thrusting forward, uh-huh. penetrate the situation. I'm, I'm more, I'm definitely more in than I am out currently. The game says, "Don't stop." <laughs> yeah. Penis. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Adam, I remember yes. perineal. One, there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Adam, I remember one lunch we took specifically to Del Taco and McDonough, uh-huh. and I don't remember if we had just talked about it or if that was the moment we both opened a Robin Hood account because I think one of us referred the other one, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, I think that was when we opened it. And because, that was probably four years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And I had not touched a stock since then. Mm-hmm. Um. And the moment was in March of 2020 when that like the bottom fell out, like after COVID started and like the stock market just like by the dip, by the dip, and I got a can of dip. I got a can of dip. Oh no! <laughs> I stand by. I stand by my opinion on that song. That's a banger. It it gets in you. It doesn't let go. But. I was talking to some people that I work with, and they were like, "Oh, did you did you see all the um the stock market crazy?" And I was like. Uh, what's going on right now? And they like it dropped out. Now's a good time to buy. So I bought like a handful of like Ford stock and all that stuff. And I tried to be too cute in the moment. And I was trying to like trade back and forth. And in the process of doing that was how I learned about like the uh, pattern day trader rules. And then um, that led me to some of like the subreddits and stuff is where I found out like Wall Street bets and became a degenerate. And then that's how I learned about like options trading. And then I watched a whole bunch of YouTube videos about options trading, what like that entails and like gamma and theta decay and then like the Greeks behind it, which I'm still not well versed in, but I know enough to be dangerous. And then, you know, trading a couple options and being knock on wood more profitable than not. So... I don't know. And then the the whole GameStop fiasco, is, I mean, I more so lucked out than like did my own due diligence of just like I happened to read a couple like good Reddit posts at the right time. And I was like, mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch of money just sitting in my uh, cash account right now. Let me just <laughs> spend it all on GameStop. 
what what um what I think we I know we discussed this before, but like, what was your entry point the first time you got GameStop? Ooh, it was dirty. It was so dirty. It was thirty seven dollars. Had a girl. Nice. And right now I'm averaged, I think, forty seven. Jeez. And how many do you have? How many shares? Right now I have ten. Okay. So I've uh, the the first go I had bought up to seventeen, and then sold after it peaked on the way down for a two hundred dollar profit. Mm-hmm. And then bought back in, or I did a couple day trades in there when it was bouncing around between like 60 and 70 and 80. It was still really volatile. And then when it settled back out at 40, that's when I went all back in and bought 20 shares. And then Mm. it bounced up to like around 120 or so, and it it hovered there for a little while. So I sold off enough to cover my entry cost. So now I am net, or still making profit, but if I lost all that, it would be net zero. So... I got in about when we when we last had this conversation, we 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 found out we figured out that it was around the beginning of the year when mm-hmm. when when you got us into the GameStop thing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I went in and I bought a piece of a share or some shit because mm-hmm. um, that's when it was <clears throat> that was like right around the time it went up to about one one fifty or something like that for the first time, mm-hmm. and um, you know then obviously it went up to its peak and then it dropped back down. Um, and as it was going up, I that was when uh, Robin Hood restricted everything. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Jesus. That was fun. And, well, so what I did was I sold my fractional share because I couldn't buy another fractional share to equal one. So I had to mm-hmm. sell that fractional share and then rebuy a whole share. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Which, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, which I was fine with. Uh, and at the time, that's all you could buy was one share. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so I waited until they lifted that restriction and I... Ended up buying four more, so I have a, I had a total of five. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, it dropped back down to forty. Mm-hmm. And for those two weeks, I sat there just with my you know with my hands on my dick, like you should have bought you should have bought in you should have bought in, but I didn't. Uh huh. And then that one day, it shot back up to ninety, like just a random Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna hold the five's a nice round number. I'm just gonna hold on to that. And then it comes to light that Robin Hood's all the, like got all this shady shit going on and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, I'm getting out. So I transferred my portfolio to Fidelity, which took a few days. I want to ask. Uh, I'm gonna come. I want to reach back, reach yeah. back around to that mm-hmm. here in a minute. Round time, reach around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So I, I transferred over to Fidelity because I was like, well, Robin Hood's doing shady shit. Apparently, they sell your info to hedge funds or whatever. That's not. Yeah, they sell like sell your. Um, your uh, the order flow to clearing houses. Yeah, so I don't know if that's confirmed or not. Um, I, yeah, I, I think in the fine print, like they sell to Apex Clearinghouse. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, like, I'm not able to read right. all of the all of the DD on Reddit, but uh, no. So I, I I transferred to Fidelity to, to Fidelity. It took a couple of days, and uh, in those couple of days, I was like, okay, I just hope it doesn't take off, and it didn't take off, but it did drop down to about 115, and my my. Uh, my transfer hadn't completed yet, and I was like, "Son of a bitch! I just want to. I want to buy. I want to buy like three more shares because mm-hmm. uh, I got my. I got my. Uh, I got my tax return. So mm-hmm. I need to buy more." And uh, it went back up, and it was up to about one eighty when my everything finally transferred over. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Mm-hmm. So today, I just finally pulled the trigger and bought another one because I had. A, I sold some. I sold some shares on Fidelity of some other random shit like Roblox and shit because you know, fuck that. <laughs> um, and so. I sold all that and I bought uh, one more share, but I did learn something with Fidelity. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than Robinhood. It is. I learned yeah. uh, 
they have so if you because you're thinking about transferring correct or mm-hmm. you're going to that my plan is to transfer yes okay are you doing that before or after the the the, the mooning I thought you had already gotten out of Robin Hood yeah I I am I I want to I I have my Fidelity account open and mm-hmm. I have stock in Fidelity I'm just afraid that to you're lose something. Yeah, I'm. I'm afraid to lock my shares up in the chance that something crazy happens. Yeah, that's what that's what I was worried about. But it really only took maybe two days max for that to, you know, to complete. Okay. Yeah. That that was my main question: is how how the transfer process was and how long it took and all that stuff. So what I did was I had to actually go to. I actually went on their their uh, desktop site mm-hmm. on Fidelity's just because I figured it would be a lot easier to navigate than on my mm-hmm. phone. And you have to go through and you have to select each of your positions that you have like not like you know it's like okay say you have you know GameStop okay so you got to select I have GameStop and then you add another stock and then you put in whatever the next thing is you have like say it's fucking like Delta or something like that mm-hmm. you just go down your list and then you say okay transfer and you can do that and if you have any if you have any cash holdings you do that if you have any you know I guess mutual funds or bonds or whatever I don't know what I don't know the whole terminology but you uh you transfer it over and they have a tracker that you can watch kind of like it's kind of like a, a a shipping tracker for you know a, like a, Amazon a, or like, something like Amazon yeah mm-hmm. um so I did that about I think I did that around maybe like one or two o'clock in the afternoon on like a Tuesday like last Tuesday mm-hmm. and uh <clears throat> and by by like market close that day um, Fidelity had already confirmed my transfer on their end. Mm-hmm. But they still needed Robinhood to to confirm it on theirs and then send everything over. Mm-hmm. And that took another day and a half. Okay. Maybe so like the, the whole next day it was they were still waiting on transfer and then I woke up uh <clears throat> I think I think I told you about this. I woke up Thursday morning and I looked at my Robinhood account and saw that it was down 93%. I was oh, like, yeah. "What the fuck?" And then I was like, "Oh wait, all I have is my all I have is my Dogecoin left, and I checked for the I was like, "Oh, thank God." Uh-huh. There was about a fifteen second window there where I like was shitting myself, like, "What the fuck just happened?" Mm-hmm. That's a long poop. Ninety three percent, son. Fifteen seconds. Fifteen of poop. seconds. Fifteen seconds of poop. Just a continuous stream. Just, just <laughs> what, 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 what is it? What is it? What is it that he says on Parks and Rec? He's got hot snakes. Hot snakes. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like, it's like, what's hot snakes? It's when when diarrhea comes out like hot snake. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Harley, um, I uh, hate to hijack your ketchup, but I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing some video games recently. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing? I've been playing Ghost Runner. Oh yeah, I thought, well I played the demo. The um, yeah, I played the demo. Ended up purchasing the game. Mm-hmm. We are watching a little little snippet of the game right now. Can you lean to the left just a little bit? <laughs> Did you mean right? Well, on my left, you're right. Yes. Okay. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just move over. Oh, nice, vicious. Um, but it's super fun. So it very got a big cyberpunk vibe going on. Yeah, right that's now. what yeah, I was about to say. It looks kind of like cyberpunk. A very futuristic vibe to it, to the aesthetic of the play. But it's a speedrunning game, or a game very much so designed for speedrunners. Uh, it's like a free running type game. Uh, what was the game that you said it was like, Parker? Oh shoot! Uh, I'm kind of getting some crisis vibes from this. Uh, crisis, crisis, and there's a game that I keep telling people what did about I s- it. What did I say? I don't remember. 
it was My Little Pony. It was like a Island zombie. Dying Light. It's Dying, Dying Light. light. Yeah, yeah so because the jump is on R1. Yeah, so it's similar, um, but I have been thoroughly enjoying it. It's like a 30 buck game now on PlayStation right now. Okay. As a PS4 game, but I really have enjoyed it. I will it. say it's, that the the main reason I compared it to Dying Light was because of the jumping mechanic. Other than that, it's not similar because Dying Light's like an open world RPG free runner. And then okay, well, never mind. Then. This is like, <laughs> yeah, like for speed running. But yeah, the movement is very similar, yes. Yeah, so you, the mechanics are really cool. It has a very interesting physics mechanics, or physics engine, uh, in that your momentum, like after you perform an action or in the air, like you can't control stuff, Which so it's like realistic in that aspect. You get like a slide, so you can like speed up down ramps and stuff. Mm-hmm. You got a little dash you can use in the air. You can wall run. Um, you also have a thing what you can do where you like slow down and shift over. Um, so you can like dodge bullets. I was like, so like a, bad at that. A bullet time. Um, and like these little NPCs that you're seeing shoot at this guy right now, they are not a bad shot. Like he's <laughs> doing a decent job of dodging. My first playthrough of the demo, which is like the first level, two levels or something like that, um, I think I died like 96 times or something. Sounds like me playing Bioshock. Um, <laughs> one of the things that's fun about it, though is that when you die, it's like a four second window before you're playing again. It just like. It, the what I don't know how they did it to structure like the loading time of the game or whatever, but it's like a seamless transition. You're just like back in the gameplay again. Hmm. Um, so it's not like a frustrating loading screen. For every something time you die. that um, I guess is like it's it's a one hit kill. I don't I don't know if you said that already, but enemies like if they shoot you, you're dead and you restart. So something that relies on like the the speed running aspect, like the instant reload, is very yeah. impressive and very important. Yeah, and like. For for context, the first time I beat the demo, it was in like little maybe a little over an hour. I was just like fucking around, trying to learn stuff, mm-hmm. going whatever. Uh, and then I found this the world record speed run for the entire game, and it's like forty six minutes. Jesus. So yeah, they so this is like a newbie <clears throat> average person playing this game, and then we'll see if I can find. And I, just like moving around, like the um the sensitivity on the analog sticks is insane. Like, I don't think I don't play super high sensitivity, but just like the default sensitivity for this is ridiculous all over the place. Yeah. So this is a speedrunner playing the game. So they just kind of like fly all over the place and do nonsense that I haven't figured out yet. Hmm. Speedrunners are weird. So it, yeah. it just looks like, is this sped up or is no? This is this is real time. See, it's just, he's almost beat the first level in like twenty seconds. Can there's, I say there's, something? There's really no quick? way this is a grown adult because we don't have that sort of reflex action to be able to do something like this. He's playing on PC, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. Do y'all think if Forrest Gump were like a real person and alive today, this is how fast he would run? You're saying <laughs> well, no. I was gonna say, do you think that he would be into like parkour? I mean, he just that went is a running. fun thing to think about. I don't know. I from from so. my understanding, he just like to he just liked to keep it linear, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. See, like, I is there? What in the hell did he just do? He, so that's another thing they do in the speedrunning, and I'm not familiar with speedrunning in general, but uh, it looks like they use they abuse like checkpoints and loading screens. Mm-hmm. So you like trigger a checkpoint, but you're not necessarily at it yet, and so you load out instead of having to like go through a little part or something. Sounds like mm. a glitch. Basically. Was, so he's he's bouncing around on not even like the Oh, they're like out of bounds yeah. pretty consistently actually. I was and just like taking advantage of like 
um, velocity that sped up from like jumping or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's another thing is they have like a momentum conservation. So when you slide, you get a little bit of speed boost. So if you jump at like just the right time of your slide, you conserve your momentum and it like launches you forward or whatever. Uh, and then if you like slide and then jump at just the right time, like as you're going over an edge, you get even like more of a momentum boost. Mm-hmm. I haven't really figured out how to do it yet. Um, but they use that in conjunction with like your your aerial dash, you can control the direction of it. So they like will jump on a wall, wall run, jump off the wall, look back at the wall and jump like dash at it so they mm-hmm. can climb the wall. And they'll like do it back and forth and go up the wall and so they can go out of pounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. See, my idiot ass would be like lining up every jump and shit like that. No, yeah, I I, tr- I tried. It's funny, you get into a point where like once you get comfortable with like your sensitivity settings and stuff, right. where you stop trying to like aim for things and just start trying to like face in a direction fast and then respond to whatever mistake you made. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I've been trying to do. But this guy's, these Peter and guys are just crazy. That, yeah. It makes I'll, me wonder how they figure these things out. Lots of message boards. That's my yeah. impression so far. Probably. I was able to speed run through uh, Super Mario Brothers. I was pretty good at that. 1v1 or um, level 1, world 1. Well, the Wii, like the new Super Mario Brothers, I actually got really good at that one. I mean, it was it was a lot easier than like the the OG Nintendo Super Mario Brothers, but yeah. that's something I've never been like super good at is Mario Brothers. Like really? especially two D Mario. Oh, I love them. Oh, yeah. Never been super good at it. I love them. Man, that's just mesmerizing. I like to yeah, watch it. I just want to it, it's it. very beautiful. So yeah. you go into these I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a digital world thing where you go and go through like a little obstacle course and then yeah, fuck <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You end up getting like an upgrade or something at the end. Um, but yeah, it's a very beautiful game. It's very visually appealing, for sure. 20 years, we'll have stuff like that. I hope so. Life. For sure, yeah. We'd be living in Tron. Yeah. Have you played any more Horizon? I have played a little bit more Horizon since we last talked. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot. My wife actually just beat it. Oh. Not, not 100% completion uh-huh. or anything like that, Jazz, because that's what I'm going for. But Did she do the uh, Frozen Wilds and all that stuff? She did do the Frozen Wilds. She has been uh-huh. sure she was talking a lot about the the weapons you get out there. Mm-hmm. Harley, Harley, I have a question. You said the speed run record was what? This one is 38 minutes, 43 seconds. Okay, because there's one, the first video on the top right, right there says 3606 or 3806. Even faster. So that's it looks like the same person, so it might just be a newer Yeah. One, one month, month ago, ago versus Yeah. 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 Man. Saying. Imagine like because like in a speed run, that's what? That's what thirty eight forty three versus thirty eight oh six. So that's what, like thirty seven seconds difference yeah, or something? I mean, like that's a that's a big amount in speed runs. Yeah. I was watching this video on this uh like a racing game or something, like a race sim. It's like a Formula <laughs> One simulator or something. Um, Pole position. I don't remember the name of it, but it was talking about there's a particular track that had like a world record speed run challenge and there were like on and off like things that turned the engine of your car off and made you just like glide between checkpoints Uh, and they figured out how to skip them. But the last one that they skipped, like straight up jumped the corner of the track and sent you like ragdolling through the air towards the finish line and that was how they broke the record Wow! by just skipping all of the engine offs and jumping the track. What in the world? Jeez. Um, I completed Bioshock today for the book club 
and got my platinum trophy, which I was real excited about. And I have been playing Miles Morales again because uh, there's a trophy specifically for New New Game Plus. And since after I beat the Arkham's, I went back and played the remaster of Spider-Man for PlayStation 5, So and it leads Ooh. right nice into Miles Morales. So I started playing Miles Morales again. And uh, those games are real pretty. I keep forgetting about those games. I, those are on my list of things I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my plan right now is I'll probably use uh, Ghost Runner as just kind of like a mess around game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to beat Horizon, which I need to get on that. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of want to go for the Final Fantasy VII remake next. In June, you get the PlayStation Five update. No, there's no 60 way. Sixty frames I'm, a second. There's no way I'm gonna beat Horizon by then. So oh, okay. I'm not okay. worried. Yeah, you're <laughs> Adam, you played that little Spider-Man, didn't you? Mm-hmm. When yeah. I had COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. You liked it, didn't you? Oh, I loved it. You need to play Miles Morales. It's real fun. Hey, I, I want to. Uh, it's on after. PlayStation Four. I think after Alyssa and I get married and I can spend money again, mm-hmm. uh, I'll do it. Sure. Once your once your once your stonks pay off. Oh my gosh! Freaking GMA needs to hurry up. When, you, when, when, when it when we get to the moon, you're going to be buying other people PlayStations. Derek, I think you have texted us about four times in the past two weeks. <laughs> it's happening, and I get excited, and then it doesn't happen. Parker. Parker. Yes. Okay, catch up. So yeah, I've been playing the Bioshock and got my platinum trophy. I'm now excited to go to Bioshock 2 because that's the one I'm least familiar with. And I'm real excited to go to Infinite because Infinite just gets weird and I love it so much. Um, and then, yeah, Miles Morales, I'm going to try and get the platinum trophy in that. Uh, then, other than that, just been hanging out with the fish. Adam came over today when I was in the middle of a water change trying to keep my alkalinity down because the fresh water, I got high alkalinity for some reason. My plants are not reacting well to uh, lowering the alkalinity. Some of them are starting to get kind of mad. Some of them are growing a little more because they like the softer water. But Now, let me ask you. Yes. How excited are you for us to move in across the street? I, I told you, I am very excited. Hmm? I think it'll be cool. You should you should like dig a tunnel in, in the basement. Secret <laughs> under tunnel. The, under, under Secret tunnel. Well, this house has a crawl space. Nice harmonizing. So. That, was, that, very was, good. that was beautiful. Yeah, we can dig through somewhere. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think it's straight through the fish room. <laughs> straight <laughs> to your house. I'm t- I'm like dead set on the whole uh, the the cans and string thing. Like mm-hmm. that, I, I legit want to try that. Or you could do the actual telephone thing. I've just always wanted to try it, okay? And I it actually does work kind of well, but you need a really nice taut string. I did it with yarn, and it didn't work very well. Yeah. Harley, did you have a nice little topic that you wanted to talk about tonight? I saw something pulled up on your computer, and I was wondering if that was what you yeah. wanted to bring forward and uh, yeah. put out got? to the group. Did, did, did Derek get a chance to catch up first? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, we're all caught up. Okay. Well, before before we just, get it, before we get into that, I don't know how long that's going to last, but I just wanted to um, get y'all's opinion on the Mortal Kombat trailer before we move forward. I hadn't watched it. I haven't I watched, hadn't it. watched it either. Do we want to watch it real quick and react to Let's it? Let's watch it real quick. Yeah, yeah. Live yeah. reaction. I'm not cutting any of this because it's a live reaction. Good. Yeah. I don't want you to. Mortal Kombat speedrun was the first thing that got <laughs> <laughs> Which one? There's like 9,000 games. <laughs> While Harley's getting that pulled up, I will. Oh, never mind. Yep. Let's watch a 30 second ad. Oh, oh Red Band trailer. Give me full screen. 
before we watch this, before you hit that play, I have one additional thing I want to catch up about is uh, we talked about this last show about the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League, and Ooh. I watched it, and I like it a lot. I also like it a lot. Don't spoil it. I haven't watched it I haven't it watched it either. Okay. okay. I won't say anything Homework. other than... Homework. I just Adam, really Adam, like it. Adam, you want to hold each other's feet and watch Snyder Cut? Yeah, that was very can, specific. As long as we can intertwine, intertwine toes. That's what I was getting at. Fingers to toes. <laughs> Fing- Jesus Christ. I got mm-hmm. my child-sized Coke over here. Child's... <laughs> This All is right. the, this is the size if it were a child liquefied. It's like an entire Jesus liter of Coke. Christ, dude! No, they like I, they, they, I literally said, yeah, just let me get such and such in a Coke. And like, okay, and then they just hand me this like five gallon bucket. It was the closest the, cup to the person that was grabbing it. I was, was just like, like, that was what happened. I was just like, okay, and here I sit with. A diabetes cup. So diabetes side cup. side topic before we get into all other stuff. Side side topic. I really hate it when you get a Coke from like a drive-through at a fast food place, mm-hmm. and it just tastes like carbonated syrup water. That's oh what, yeah. Well, you're not, you're we, not getting the, the yeah soda didn't take. You're not getting it right. Yeah, remember it's, it's when we disgusting. went to Dairy Queen the other night and they mm-hmm. shot some coke in it? And I don't even yeah. know what shot out. It was. I, I was watching it. It looked did not look like soda. I'm going to tell you like the like the best option is either go to Zaxby's where they got the freestyle machine, or go to McDonald's and get their spicy coke. Spicy, spicy coke. Sprite. Oh, spicy dude. sprite. I'm sorry. But spicy, spicy sprite. sprite? Oh, yeah. you never had McDonald's sprite? What dude, is happening? It, it hits it, different. It's it's yeah. It's it's not like you think. No, like, like why is it spicy? Like it's <laughs> fucking good. It, what? It, the it's fuck? it's different. She made fucking beans. What the fuck? Jesus Christ! <laughs> let's watch the Mortal Kombat yeah, trailer. Let's, trailer. let's yeah. see what we can get audio for this. <laughs> uh, it, it? no, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's oh. the sound bar. Turn the sound bar on. Just hit whatever looks like the power button. We do not own any of the audio that you might be hearing in the background. Is that background. Sub-Zero? Hell yes. yeah, it is. This is good. Holy shit. Just wait. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybe. Dang it. <laughs> That's that one Japanese dude who's in like all the Japanese movies. Jackie Chan? Yep. He was the like the main the main dude from The Last Samurai, wasn't he? Uh huh. That was Tom Cruise. <laughs> well Tom Cruise is never the main dude in Kano. any of the movies he's <laughs> Luke Hang. Mm. Is that Cyborg? Wrong universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't they? That's injustice. Didn't I, <laughs> yeah, it's like didn't what the fuck? Didn't uh, Mortal Kombat like do a versus DC or something? That's injustice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes. Yes. That game is called Injustice. What? This looks real dope. It's rated R, by the way. So yeah, it's perfect. Oh shit! What in the f- dude? 
Yeah. That's Scorpion, by the way. Finish him. Oh, God. Fucking Mary. So much better than the oh original 1995 film, but that, that one still holds up really well, actually. That looks really good. That look, yeah. Did did everybody watch that YouTube video I uh, sent? Where was that saxophone dude playing the Mortal Kombat theme? I sure theme? as hell did. That no, was I didn't. Awesome. Uh, yeah. It, okay, I like how saxophones are re- becoming relevant again. Says the guy who hates hold on, jazz. Hold, uh, well, I do, played saxophone in March. Do you Band, still have you. that? Do you still have that link? Could you play just like a snippet, just uh, so we can all appreciate it together? I think I sent it in the I text. Was, yeah. I think it was a text to the group. It was. I mean, he's a. Uh, I think like a well-known like YouTube era sax player, mm-hmm. and he goes on stage with this other band who uh, I think covers like nerdy like music and stuff. It's kind of like an orchestra kind of mm-hmm. kind of a uh, setup, and he just rocks on saxophone nice. to the Mortal Kombat theme, and it. Oh yeah, once Har- oh my god, yeah, once Harley finds this, it's going to be so nice. Was it a TikTok or was it a video? No, it was a, a full YouTube video. It wasn't that long. Can I just look at media? In I the- think so. I'm 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 already I'm so far back. I'm looking at Long Egg right now. Long Egg. I ha- I can look at just the picture. Yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever had a Long Egg? I don't understand what that means. It's a long egg. It's like an egg, but it's long. Let me see. Is that an actual thing? I mean, I guess so. It's a picture of it. Mortal. It's in the group. Hold on. That makes me uncomfortable. It does, doesn't it? I was actually watching a YouTube video of someone making one. It was really weird. Nice. Where are you putting it, Parker? Uh, The random Slack channel. Mortal Kombat theme, 8-bit, bag, big, bit, eight. Yep. E, up, up, e. Words are hard. Yep. Especially when there's a whole bunch of bees back to back. Exactly. Hell, oh, hell yeah. I Just looking at it gets me hyped up. Look it's at like, this Pac-Man guitar. It looks like Billy Idol. Yeah. Billy Eilish. Billy Eyelash. He's so extra a, that it is still so hype. Oh, he's playing the Barry. Yeah, he's got a baritone sax. Wait, is this the dude that plays on the subways? May uh, he maybe? I think I'm I know who that is. Ninety percent sure it is yeah, the same person. Looks yeah. yeah, yeah, that dude is awesome. He's got a snake tattooed up his arm. Of course, he's awesome. Oh yeah! Oh man, mm. get into it. Woo! The devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> and there he goes. Takes off the hood. Ha <laughs> 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 
so much. This is what I imagine Parker's like, like when he's about to go pee. That's okay. not what I thought you said. That's, that you were gonna say. That's after I pee and how I shake off all the residual. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course it does. Oh god, the yellow on the walls. That's that. Just, I think I, we don't have to watch the entire thing, but I think that definitely gets the point across. Yeah. Just how like off the oh my god, off the wall he is. I love it. <laughs> that's that's the dude from the subway. Oh, he took off the hood. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Bluesy, baby. He didn't want to trip. He looks like Zachary Ty Bryan. Oh, he's doing the paint can. Zachary Ty Bryan was the oldest brother from Home Improvement. Just in case y'all Wilson! Wilson! No, that's that's Castaway. What does it have a Wilson? The next door neighbor? No, he does, but he doesn't sound like Wilson! Yeah. Wait, was, was the next door neighbors in Home Improvement? His name was Wilson? That's that's what we said. I forgot, man. But, I you, forgot. but you were saying Wilson like Castaway. Like oh, our dog. Oh, oh he's or, going back up. Oh, there. <laughs> The shades of red that his face are while he's doing this is the best part. I don't know how he does it without passing out. Think of the cardio that he has to do to get... Think of the lung power. Think of the lady he is dating right now with <laughs> that know. finger. Jesus. I wasn't going to say it, or but dude, professional either, fingering right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's... Oh, yeah, he's out he's, of breath. That's right, son. All right. Yeah, that Mortal Kombat movie looks pretty. It looks pretty dope. Yeah, it, it does look better than the 1995 one. I want to. Yeah, I want to say. Wouldn't 95. have had to try hard for that. <laughs> Do what? It's a very high bar to clear there. I, I could have made it on TikTok, and it would have been better than that. Lord Raiden wasn't even Raiden. Yeah, he was just a white guy. Now I will say though, uh, the main character that Robin Shaw was, yeah. uh, he was the voice actor who played Goku for a long time on Dragon Ball Z. Interesting. Uh huh. That Mortal Kombat trailer, I'm so excited for Sub Zero. Let's get all frosty, baby, and I'm, let's cut off some limbs with I, I don't swords. have a lot of experience with the Mortal Kombat games. So I don't I'm either. Excited no. to see this movie. I will actually go see this. I've never I've played the the cabinets in arcades, but I've never really understood anything that goes on with it. I but. may have played an arcade cabinet once, and don't even know how to do a fatality. But I will 100% watch that because it looks cool. I know that I figured out how to Google how to do a fatality and still couldn't do it. Oh, okay. That's my extent well, of knowledge. It is like kind of hard life? to rip someone's spine from their body and beat them to death with it. I mean, True that. Wait, True wait, are you talking about real life? You said, Absolutely. You said he Googled 100%. how to... 100%. <laughs> no, nice. He said, and I quote, I Googled how to Google how to perform a fatality. Nice. Yep. Are there Mortal Kombat characters in Injustice or is Injustice just the DC characters doing Mortal Kombat stuff? It's a crossover game, isn't it? I don't know. I never well, played it. I, I, do think... know, I do know that Jason Voorhees was in the like Mortal Kombat game that came out like three or four years ago. I but... think the original Injustice was just DC, but they, they did do a crossover. Okay. I think I own one of the Injustices because it was like a PS Plus game or something. I remember Michael was big, big I re- into Yeah, it. I remember him showing us one thing because there's like a, like you can knock people through the environments and certain stuff and they're it like one scene you were in maybe like a sewer and you knock through and then you like go into like um 
Crocs layer, but it's like the layer from like Arkham or something. It was kind of cool. Yeah. That game's only 2.11 euros. I love it. On instant Yeah, game. I think I have Injustice yeah. 2. Yeah. It sounds like Adam might be right. It looks like the original one might have been just a DC game and the next one was a Mortal Kombat crossover. Interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah, because there's Mortal Kombat. Little characters down there. And, and Donatello? Donatello, what in the that's fuck? That's who that is, turtle. right? Oh, well, okay, now hang on. Because you got Raiden right there. You got the, the, the ninja turtle. Mm-hmm. Who was that in the center? Is that Hellboy? That's Hellboy. Hellboy, okay. That's... That's, that looks like a Green Lantern. What in the hell is going on in Injustice I, 2? I don't That's know. That's got to be like some sort of like Super Smash Melee kind of game. Okay, so I went in Bungie today, and I came this close to buying uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin mm-hmm. comics. Have y'all ever heard of those? It's, it's TMNT, but it's like stupid dark. Like Samurai Dark? Yeah. Ronin shit? Yeah, and I, I, like it's, I have never read it, but I've heard it's like super gory. And the 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 turtles are just like I can't believe I watched it as a child. <laughs> nice, nice. Have you seen the '90s TMNT films recently? They are so awesome. They are scary as fuck. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's them talking. God, just without it, the words. It's, it's still not as bad as what will always be one of my favorite films of all time, which is. The old school BBC versions of Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. Jesus Christ with a giant beaver. Yep, he's just a grown man wrapped in a brown carpet. <laughs> <laughs> just Parker, I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that you just said the giant beaver. <laughs> You're almost married. You'll get it soon. <laughs> <laughs> giant beaver. All right, let's do a local catch. What do you think? Yes. So. Okay, so Parker, are you talking about going into the bathroom in there with the mirror? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you know. Now I know, because I haven't been here since you've had that mirror in there. Mm-hmm. Now, the way I can describe this, ladies, for those of you listening to this, you've probably never seen yourself peeing. Guys do it all the time. All we got to do is look down. Mm-hmm. But it's very surreal to just like look straight ahead and see someone peeing also. Cause it- and then you realize, oh, it's me. <laughs> and then you're like... Well, damn, that, that really lowers my confidence. And <laughs> it's, it's the mirror that is tilted back a little bit, too. It's not like it's flush on the wall where you're just like making eye contact with yourself. It is like crotch level pointed up. So it is like boom, boom, bah, right in the eyes. It's peeing metaphysics. Mm-hmm. So if y'all are in the bathroom, a public restroom, sure. and there are urinals. Sure. Do you? I know where you're going with this, and I leave a buffer urinal. No, that's not what I was going oh. to say, but I do respect that. <laughs> do y'all avoid eye contact with any other man peeing next Fuck to you? yeah, I do. Unless it's like one of you guys. No, I, I, I just look even straight do. at their penis the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like I'll be like, because here's the thing: is like I'll be sta- like if I'm if I'm at a urinal and someone walks in next to me or something, I get very tense, and I'm like, all right, just stare Why? straight ahead, just focus on what you're doing. All right, cool, you're good. It doesn't matter because I'll be in there longer than them because I won't be able to pee if I'm standing at a urinal <laughs> and someone's standing beside me. I, I, feel mm-hmm. I get there. stage I'm, fright. I'm there with you too. Like, I think um, one of the worst experiences I've had in a ur- with a urinal was um, it was in college and it was one of those setups where it was just like one stall with two urinals and I'm standing at one of them. I'm the only one in there. I hear the door open. Here comes some motherfucking professor in there whistling. Walks right up next to me just... Whistling Dixie. And I'm standing there like like I don't have my dick in my hand. Like, dude, what the hell are you doing right now? <laughs> like, this is not the time or place. 
Anyway, I just wanted to share my thoughts on that. (laughs) (laughs) This week's local catch is brought to you by Airships on the Water. Airships on the Water is an instrumental post-rock band from Fayetteville, Arkansas, USA. It is the solo recording project of Russell Hensley, drummer for the math rock group Take Shapes. The sound of Airships on the Water is built around live drums, lots of keyboards, bass guitar, miscellaneous percussion, various effects pedals, and whatever else Russell can figure out how to play in order to make catchy, pretty, and interesting music. So, this is Another Year Outside the Frame by Airships on the Water.
yeah, that that looks really freaking good. I kind of hope theaters are opened back up by then. Uh, yeah, I mean, if not, I'll just watch it on on the, on the TVs. Yeah, but um, Parker, we can hear you peeing in there. Small it, small pee pee. It's a low gurgle. <laughs> Water's cold. It's deep too. Not gonna lie, it's making me have to pee. Well, tie a knot in it. Ow. Ow. Wow. Remember what we were talking about the average length getting smaller? Yeah. Oh, is that was that the topic tonight? <laughs> we just wrapping it back around. <laughs> I'd like to update everybody. The uh mirror is still on the back side of the toilet and my dick is still there. <laughs> I was so concerned. Why don't you just move it? The mirror, not your dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> identity metaphysics. <laughs> <laughs> Harley, tell us a little bit about this uh, this topic you want to bring, bring to the roundtable. Yeah, so having... First of all, has everyone here finished watching WandaVision? Oh, nope. yeah. Nope. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, Just go ahead, identity know. metaphysics is a thing that is alluded to in that. I will not give specifics. Um, I'll see if I can do a quick Google on this, too. But um, there is this paradox in the field. A paradox? A paradox. So Paradise? For our listeners that may or may not be aware, a uh, paradox is a seemingly absurd or self-contradictory statement or proposition that, when investigated or explained, may prove to be well-founded or true. An uh, example of this is like going back in time and like shaking hands with yourself. Mm-hmm. I do that every night. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in the field of identity metaphysics... Um, which is as fuck. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I don't understand. I'm so I so wish we had cameras to record this. Anyways, uh, in the field of identity metaphysics, uh, basically, it's talking about like the philosophy of what you perceive as self. Um, so, it was alluded to in Wandavision. That's all I will say. But it got me curious, and I looked up some YouTube videos, and there was a guy who was doing, it was a, he was like someone who's, it was like a YouTuber who's in the field of philosophy that got his doctorate and then decided that he would rather do YouTube. Mm. Um, or failed and couldn't make it in the real <laughs> world, whichever way you want to look at that. Side note, there's a NASA engineer that left NASA and to make YouTube videos, similar situation, and he's very entertaining. He made litter, litter bombs. For, I'm uh, very familiar with his work, and yeah. uh, I personally enjoy stuff made here better. But Yeah, anyway, continue. Shoutouts. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I interrupted your train of thought. Uh, so, I didn't even have to So, it's basically talking about what you perceive as yourself, and there's this paradox uh, that they refer to as the Theseus paradox, I think. Theseus? I feel like I've heard of this. I've heard the word. I've heard the word Theseus before. I think it's got something to do with like great literature or something. Like yeah. That. So the like the Odyssey or the Iliad or something like that. This particular one is dealing with the ship or a ship, and the premise is is if you have a ship and you systematically replace rotten rotten planks of the ship with new planks, 
eventually you will come to a point where all of the planks have been removed. And the question is whether or not that is the original ship. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Similarly, you can extend the question if you take all of the rotten planks and reconstruct them into a separate ship, separate from the one that exists from having been replaced, which of the two ships is the true ship? You're starting to tickle my brain. Mm-hmm. There is, I remember in psychology, there is a similar like thought experiment that we talked about. I don't remember if this in particular one had a specific name, but I just remember the general premise of it is that there's two people and one person uh, lost the function of their body and then one person lost the function of their brain. And if you take the good brain and put it with the good body, which person is that? Mm-hmm. Similar scenario. But it got me interested is uh, the conversation of self is what it kind of reminded me. Uh, I thought would be interesting to talk about. There's a thing that I like to observe about people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if you guys have ever done this also. You can kind of put a person into one of two categories, whether or not they have an internal or external locus of control. Okay. So locus of control is a psychological concept that refers to how strongly people believe that they are control or they have control over situations and experiences that affect their lives. So basically, do you believe that things happen to you or that things happen as a result of your actions and decisions? So I wanted to go around and see, I'll start with you, Parker. What you, do you consider yourself to have an internal or external locus of control? I don't know because it can be a gradient as well <laughs> as far as your self-identification. I think I've told the story of my journey to hell before on the podcast, which I won't get into uh, the weeds here, but I think that made like a tipping point. Yeah, I, I th- I don't want to sound too much of like um, uh, a hyperbole of where like I had a psychotic break, but I think there was some psychosis that went on, but definitely like being in a situation where I was completely out of control, I think changed it from where as a a small child and then growing up kind of being of the mindset like, everything is happening to me, not necessarily like truly believing that, but just like having the feeling like this is all kind of my like sandbox and everything happens because I want it to, you know? And it's also kind of like a thought experiment. Like, Oh yeah, this is, this is just all because I, I I don't know like what that's, that says about my psyche as a person, but just gonna, Oh, this is just all because I want it to happen. And then like going down that dark path and having that happen, like, Oh no, this actually is just all out of my control and just exterior forces are happening and exerting on me. So I think it has kind of morphed over time and I'm, I'm sure it still is on a gradient, <clears throat> but yeah, I think it has transitioned more from an um, internal to an external. Interesting. What about you, Dirk? Can you go over what inter- what the differences between an internal and external can hold on the time? Let me see if I can find a, a nifty image on Google's. That'd be great. But basically, my understanding... Oh, there you go, right there with the uh, the two little... The thought bubbles? Yes. Yeah. So you have internal locus of control where you have thoughts or ideas that you 
influence the world around you with. Okay. Versus, or sorry, that's yeah, internal control versus external control is that outside forces influence your reality. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say kind of like a, the same with with Parker, where it's kind of like you know sometimes one, sometimes the other. You know, where most of the, most of the time I would say it's internal because. You know, as you as you grow older, you you get a better sense of what the world is and a better understanding of yourself, and you can kind of differentiate between the two, because uh, uh, like uh, it sounds like a lot like teen angst and stuff goes on with uh, external locus of control, just because you know everyone's like when you're a teenager, you're full of emotions and you're worried about you know, the world doesn't love you and shit like that, and it it I mean it seems like it seems like as you as you mature, it kind of fades from one to the other but of course that's not the same to say for everybody because it could be the opposite and mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of i'm sure a lot of external stimuli will affect that you know especially yeah. especially if like a traumatic event were to happen to somebody that's very out you know extroverted or something yeah the and just for or maybe i'll let i'll let adam finish first and then i'll give you some more context what about you adam what do you where do you think you fall I'm kind of with Derek. Uh, I'm, I guess I don't know. Can I be in the middle? Yeah, you can. It can be a gradient. It doesn't have to be a binary decision. Because I mean, there are certain things in your life where it won't happen unless you make it happen. Like my car out there, I wouldn't have bought it if I wouldn't have chose to buy it. Like it wouldn't have just shown up. The universe wouldn't have just given it to me. Now, I mean. Events could have added up to where that would happen. However, there are things that happen in life that I do believe just kind of happen. And a lot of times, events make people who they are, kind of build them into who they are. I, I don't know. Is that making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's a good segue into what I was going to say is the subject of nature versus nurture is pretty heavily right. tied to the concept of internal versus external locus of control. But someone with an internal locus of control would be more inclined to believe the topic of nature uh, or nurture where you can influence the way something happens versus uh, nature, whereas things are happening as a result of their environment. I personally tend to identify more as having an internal locus of control. I generally blame myself for a lot of the shit happening to me. Uh, I just kind of default to that a lot of the times, but I have a more global perspective of the world around me as being external locus of control, which typically means that I give other people the benefit of the doubt and they're just blaming all the shit on myself. <laughs> that, now that's very interesting that you say that because I would almost identify with that to a T. Yeah, faults I put on myself and then want to take blame for it and don't very readily blame other people for negative things. Yeah. Yeah, so there's... As far as different like fields of science, there are sciences dedicated to studying randomness in the world. Mm-hmm. So to a certain extent, I believe that like randomness is not really random. It's just chaotic organization. Mm-hmm. Or just like even the concept of entropy, where like something that tends towards chaos Peace, love, has, entropy. has an, an organization to it. So I think that's kind of where I get my more global perspective of the world around me as being an external locus of control, where things are variables that are moving around and have influence. And I think if you consider like small pockets of consideration for like 
my life and like me driving my car right now, the choice to not like rip the wheel to the left means I'm not going to veer off to the left. Mm-hmm. But generally, I can't control whether or not somebody drops some nails on the road ahead of me. There are things that you can't control, but others that you can. So I have one more follow-up question. Any other thoughts before we push forward? Not off the top of my hand. I would... Hand? Top of my hand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having an existential crisis right now. Um, I would like to uh, loop back around just out of curiosity, which we can save it for the end of that thought experiment, uh, thought experiment of the ship and of like the, the brain and the body. I'm curious what just thoughts are. We can go around the table here at the end. So you can, yeah. you can follow up. So I have a question that is a trick question leading into the final question. Uh, so which would you, and we'll go around again and I just want to get everybody's opinion. Which would you say is a more healthy thing to have for yourself and we'll, we'll generalize it to say you have to pick that it is what you perceive as happening to yourself and what you perceive as the world around you this that is, the, this the, is the trick question this is the trick question and i'll, I'll explain why okay. in, in a minute 69 <laughs> never forget there's always 69 is it 43 um <laughs> okay so i guess i'll go first i would say the healthiest for me in the way that I have learned to deal in my professional environment, which I think has lent me very well in the way I handle a lot of situations, is an external locus of control because I am willing to take blame upon myself and take it off, take the heat off of other people and allow other people to grow and improve upon themselves because they're not is ready to blame themselves. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I don't yeah. I don't know if that was the best way I could have worded it, but I think I have learned to deal with an external of locus of control in the best possible manner for myself. Okay. So you're saying external is locus of control. Yes, I think yes, I think that's what I'm saying. Based on your description, I think you might have described internal locus of control. Maybe. But this is know. this is another image. Internal locus of control is I control my destiny. External control is the, the they control my destiny. Is that same? Maybe I just misunderstood what you're saying. I th- I still think yeah I still think I am external. with the external yeah out okay. out yeah external influencing in okay yeah. Dirt. So you're you're asking which one is the healthiest one? Which one do you think is the healthiest of the two? Um. Me personally, I would think that the internal locus of control would be the healthier one just because that's, you know, you're not, with with, with the external, it seems like you're letting things build up inside of you and, and you're not releasing that and that's what causes stress and anxiety and things like that. But the uh, the internal one is, is, you know, it seems like it's really rooted in self-confidence and self-esteem. I just had the thought with you saying that the internal, because <laughs> this is where I differ a little bit, as I think the internal is less healthy because it seems to lean towards like narcissism. Okay, yeah. interesting. Interesting. Okay, nice. Adam. Adam, what about you? Okay, can can I say both again, or do I have to pick one? It, the question is posed in the context of which do you think is healthier comparatively. Crap. Because, oh, man. But if you can f- frame it in, in a way that you can okay. get around it, go ahead. I see it as balance. 
Okay. Interesting. I think it would be healthy. I think it would be bad to focus just on external. Now, this is just my opinion. I think it would be bad to focus on just external because I think, in I mean, with me personally, it would create apathy. Uh, it happens. Sure. Um, I missed the car payment, so my car got repoed. It happens. That's just the universe saying I didn't need that car. Whereas the internal locus in me would say, I caused that to happen. But if I have too much internal locus, I hope I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. If I have too much of that, that would create anxiety on me and I would become too hard on myself. Sure. So I, now me personally, I think a balance. Okay. But then again, I like to view balance. That's a good segue into why this was a trick question. Um, Am I correct in saying that all of us pretty much grew up in a Christian background? Yeah, sort of. Sort of, maybe. For the most part. For the most part? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, coming from a Christian background, which, well, I'll ask this question, try to keep a brief answer without explaining why you think this, Mm -hmm. and then I'll pose a follow-up. Um which do you think would align more with the Christian faith that you grew up with? Man, I like this topic. Uh, makes me think. Not necessarily, not with, does it have to be the one that uh, that I grew up with? Because I can think of a specific, like very vividly, like Catholic guilt is an external locus of control. We'll, we'll just say for now, you're... Oh well, just, just I can, generally your perception then Christ, of Christian guilt, I would say, is loca- an external locus of control. And we don't necessarily have to box it into the guilt, but just Christianity in general. External locus of control. Okay. Yeah, same. The the external. Okay, Adam. If you say balance, I'm gonna slap you. In the no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> uh, internal. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I actually think that my answer is a two-part answer to this question. That I think generally most people perceive it as external control, but I think a healthy perception is that it is a balance. Yes. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think most people perceive faith and the Trinity as being this like outside force that affects them and that like you pray for something to happen and then irrespective of that thing's ability to make decisions, it happens to them. Well, and that, and that, yeah. And that kind of goes as far as saying like, you know, negative things that people want to pray for that like, you know, like it's like a sick family member or something. It's like, why is, why is my fan, why is my uncle sick with this disease or, you know, why am I having financial troubles and things like that? You know, like that. Sure. Not to say that they're that they think that the world is out to get them, but just like the the negative thoughts, I would say. Yeah. Right. Like those kinds of things. So I'm curious, Adam, why do you think or did you say internal locus of control for the last question? Because Christianity falls under choice. Um because when you become when you get saved it's not something that happens to you you choose to follow Christ and then and it, it kind of falls under the whole god giving us free will 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I think it's internal. Yeah. So I think that for that reason, that makes perfect sense. I think for the same exact reason on the polar opinion, mm-hmm. you would have people across the spectrum of Christianity give you very different reasons. Oh yeah. Um, for why it would be the opposite, which kind of gets me to a topic that I think as far as like self-identifying, like important aspect of myself is my religion. I don't want to get too far in the weeds here because I know this is a a lengthy topic historically Mm -hmm. for the podcast. But I think that the reason I think it is a balance is because I think too many people try to polarize it and make the choice that it has to be. This is where it comes to the trick question. Mm -hmm. They try to make the choice where it has to be one or the other. And instead of giving the divine creation the beauty of the randomness Mm-hmm. that is orchestrated, they try to box it in as this internal or like hard internal or external locus control without allowing there to be some overlap. Mm-hmm. So Adam was right. Well, I'll be shit. Huh. I think we're all Way wrong. Way to go, Adam. <laughs> <How about> that? <laughs> hey. That's why I graduated high school, because I ain't stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is a trait that you would think the world identifies in you? Oh. I can go first if that would. Sure, yeah, give me a three. I see it in myself as I am 110% a people pleaser and I try and make everybody happy at the expense of myself. And I think that is a detriment to me sometimes because I will not want to take care of myself at the expense of making other people happy and content. And Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you would say that in that context, just to make sure I understand the question, you would say being a people pleaser is the trait that the world identifies for you being an internal locus of control person? Not even necessarily relating to one or the other. I'm just curious of just a trait that you may see in yourself that the world may identify. Um, That's a good question. You don't have to go first if you're on the spot. Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's (laughs) let somebody else. Derek, do you have one? Of of just a, a just a trait that uh, you would think that the world would identify in you. Uh, I mean, I would probably I would probably say the same thing that you did. Is just a people pleaser. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I I tend to try to make everybody content with everything before myself, um, and neglecting the ne- bleh, neglecting the things that I should do for myself. You know, in in favor of of their happiness <coughs> or or their. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, their satisfaction. And I, 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 th- I think I alluded to it talking about the external um, in the professional environment. That is 100% something like I 100% take on blame and focus it in on me away from other people. Mm-hmm. I would rather me be the one that has to be reprimanded or is in the wrong than put that on somebody else. I think I'm kind of 50-50 on that. Yeah, I'm. I don't know that I'd be as far as to be fifty fifty. I'm maybe like sixty forty. Mm-hmm. I will say. I will say this though. Like it just in like not to get in on a work tangent, but in regards to what you just said, if I know that it's not my fault, then I'm not going to take the blame for it. Mm-hmm. But if at the same time, if it is something that is my fault, I'm not going to sweat it. I'll just be like, all right, I'll just fix it really quick. It's mm-hmm. fine. You know? Even if it isn't one hundred percent my fault, I will. I don't know if. Uh, I'd be willing to say 100% of the time, but more often than not, I will insert myself into there just to take heat off of the other person. I don't know. I would think that that would kind of make you a 
moderator of of sorts or what what is or the diffuser what is what is it called Diffu- oh diffuser that's one hundred percent what is the yeah, yeah the uh, the term for you know getting between two people and mediator mediator, mediator. thank you that's yeah. what we're like I think I would think you'd be a mediator which is kind of the same way with me like I t- I, t- I tend to look at both sides mm-hmm. of things and then just say okay well just fi- like figure something out that works for both of you you know or mm-hmm. for both sides. I think I think I also try to help the person that the heat is on, but yeah. only in the context of usually I think in the context of them either not being equipped enough to explain themselves or don't have the resources. Right. And like the odds are skewed against them, but they're not necessarily completely in the wrong. Mm-hmm. I think my sense of compassion in those situations is kind of driven by the inadequacy of the two sides i want to make sure that the truth is found so that everyone is well represented and the truth is represented not necessarily based off of the heat itself mm-hmm. but i am very empathetic towards someone who just has like a shit storm put on top of them that sounds similar to my what i'm thinking except like yours is a very logical approach and then i would say mine is more of an emotional approach i think that with would the be intention the, of wanting to be logical but probably led by emotion that would be the trait i think that i would be identified as as being a mm. logical rational mm. motivated person mm-hmm. where i i want to be empathetic towards people's emotions but i want the framework with which and i operate to be structured enough that it can benefit everyone mm-hmm so you're a protocol droid. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, nice. what do you think? What would you say is a trait that's identified in you in the world? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to ride y'all's coattails or anything. <laughs> it's a balance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't hate on me just because I do believe the whole yin and yang thing. <laughs> no, 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 um, go ahead. It's okay, go to hell, it's fine. I am 110% a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older I get, the less I care about like pleasing coworkers and stuff like that. However, I'm more concerned with the people I care about, and I know like you're gonna let people down. That's life. Like you're not gonna please everybody, but it still brings me down. You're just a big teddy bear. Mm-hmm. You See, were, that's you were raised in a muffin, weren't you? <laughs> raised in a muffin. What? 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 <laughs> it's from it's from New Girl. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, there was a guy. There was a guy on there who was like this British guy that the main character was dating, and one of the guys was like, "Have you ever, have you ever talked to the guy? He's so sweet. It's like he was raised in a muffin." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. I don't remember that. It, it's funny that you say that, like the the growing up aspect, because I feel like the more that I grow, like professionally and as a person and with my friendships, the less I try to be a people pleaser. I think mm-hmm. before my method of like being a people pleaser was like being silent if I had like an opposition to someone's actions or something yeah. where I would just like, if it wasn't a big deal, I wouldn't bring it up. Whereas now I almost feel like maybe this is just like comes with confidence and or arrogance, <coughs> whichever one. If I think that there is a thing that is right and I care about this person, a deep part of me wants to rationalize and dis- at least discuss and voice that I have a grievance with the person because I don't want it to be something that like subconsciously in my head keeps us from like growing into like a closer friendship or something. like Right. That. So like, I feel like almost the opposite where as I grow, I get like almost more cynical and more like blunt edged. Yeah. I kind of, kind of a, uh, 
something that you what you said just made me think of something like uh, Reddit comments. You know, I'll be going through a post on Reddit and I'll see some not not so much negative, but just kind of condescending or you know one sided or whatever. I'll go to type something out. I'll be like, well, I mean, I get that, but then you got to think about this, and then I get about halfway through typing, and I'm just like, nah, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna start this because I don't want to have to deal with this. Just mainly because of the fact that I don't want to have to get the, the notification on my phone, but um, yeah, just because it's like it's not worth my time because no matter what I say, it's not really gonna change their opinion anyway. So, and it's an internet forum, so yeah, I think internet forums, and I think my my last comment was more towards like direct people I actually interact with. Right, right, right. Worker right. and princess and stuff. Because of like kind of the anonymity that comes with that. It's like a whole yeah. other whole other thing. Uh I have one thing to add, unless anyone else has anything to add before we get out of here. I do have a little bit more to say. Go. No, you can go ahead. Okay. this is this is this is almost completely unrelated to piggybacking <laughs> off of what Derek said and like Reddit comments and anonymity and stuff. There was uh it was a month or it was a couple months ago. Somebody was uh, I forget if it was like an ask Reddit uh, subreddit or something something else, but it said they were moving to Georgia and um, or it may have been uh, politics because Georgia had just passed something and that was very like progressive and they said they were moving to Georgia from the north and were wanting to know you know what cities to look forward in and where in the state would be good to move or something and I, I normally do not post on Reddit that often. I am very much a lurker, but I just like, oh, I live in Griffin and I like it a lot. We do this dumb thing every second Saturday or some bullshit. We we'll get together and close out downtown and get drunk and listen to music and look <laughs> at art and stuff. And uh, somebody somebody, and it came in and just was like shitting all over Griffin. is like, Griffin is just this podunk failed meal town and it's just not worth two shits. And I was just like, Wow. Oh my God. And I had I didn't have it much in with me to argue. And I was like, I don't know what your experiences are of the city. My personal anecdotal experience is like everything's been fine. Of course, like there are not so nice parts of the town, but it is like one hundred percent where you live and <laughs> like my experiences have been fine. I it was yeah, the anonymity on the internet is just a beast in and of itself. Well, your first mistake was going on our politics. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe in the future, if the listeners are interested, we can do a topic on anons or anonymous users. Oh, nice. That is a small section of that topic, but yes. I think yes. that's going to be like a day-long podcast right there. Yeah, yeah preach. The, uh, I know the... Uh, the HBO documentary that I has, fell asleep during the other night. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. you, you did do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six-part series. There's an HBO documentary on what? Q QAnon. It's called. Shut up! Really? It's called Q Into the Storm. It's it's a really good so up. far. Yeah. I'm watching it right when I get home. It was real good. the little part I saw was very interesting. Now, yeah. is QAnon the same as Anonymous? No. No. Oh, thank God. Anonymous is like the the the, the guy Fox masks and shit, right? Well, the yeah, yeah they're mentioned on the anonymous. Is, mm-hmm. Anonymous is like 4chan, though, right? Or that's uh, where it originated, didn't it? Kind of. The documentary goes into it in a little bit more okay. detail. But, but yeah, that might be something we could talk about. I have a later. math nice. problem. Somebody just sent me for some reason. What was the thing you want to talk about, Adam? And then we can do our summaries of how we would answer that ship of Theseus question. I don't know if I remember. Crap. Nice. 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 Parker, how would you answer that question now? Um, which is the true ship? The sh- with 
taking into account my uh, brain and body example, I think my opinion now echoes my opinion then is that more of the person, yes, it may look the same, but I would say a person is a product of their experience and you would, the brain takes priority. Sure. You may look the same, but it's your experiences that have, that you've been, the ship is an interesting example because if you're replacing boards little bit by little bit, it's like little pieces at a time are kind of removed and replaced. And at the end, you may be 100% new boards, but they have all had some little some, bits of the memory. Yeah, yeah, some experience. So that's an interesting example because it's a, it's a little different than like the brain and the body because you're replacing a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And as those are replaced, it's continually like having experience. And it, I would say is part of the ship. So mm-hmm. I would, even... At the end, I would say it's still Theseus. Like, that's yeah. still the ship. Like, it's been through the waters. It's you know? funny you say that because a, a similar analogy is made to atoms in the human body that are replaced as they die. So mm-hmm. the same thing happens to us mm-hmm. like, yeah. biologically. Oh. <laughs> Brain freeze. <laughs> so, so you're saying when I die, I'm replaced? You've already been replaced. Many, many times. Ouch. That kind of hurts. <laughs> My mommy said I was original and special. Well, who's Ed? <laughs> she she said that to a small boy. You've been replaced since. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> um, I would have to say that the uh, the replaced boards would still be the actual physical embodiment of the ship itself. The one the ship that everybody knows. Um, but the the ship constructed of old boards, while it is still the original. Uh, incarnation of that ship, it it's it more contains the quote unquote soul metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like the the experience, the memory, the mm-hmm. the soul, the just the soul of the entity itself. So that's that's another interesting topic that is related to this, is that there's two perceptions of self. One is that this soul concept, and another is more function. So which of the two ships would perform the function that is intended to be the ship? The newer ship would perform the function better, but it would not have that soul aspect that right. the rotted version has. It's not it's not broken in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We must go deeper. I really hate to say this, but can you can you repeat the ship analogy, yeah. please? Sure. So you have a ship that is slowly rotting piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And as it is rotted each board is removed and replaced with a new board until eventually you have completely replaced the original ship. If you were to then take all of the rotted boards and reassemble the original ship, which of the two ships would be the true ship? Crap. I would have to say the one with the new boards. What's your reasoning? Only because... Man, I've done enough thinking tonight. <laughs> because you were taking those new boards and you were adding it onto this old ship. It's just kind of like an improvement. If I put new tires on my car, it's still going to be the same car. It's just better functionality. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I go out run every day for six months, I'm losing weight. I'm improving my body, but I'm still the same me. Mm. Just kind of improved. Interesting. Interesting. But if you 
improve your car to the extent that you have replaced every piece that has a different serial code number than the original one and then can re- then rebuild your original car with all of the original serial code numbers, but it's older than the other one. How Dang does that it. affect your analogy? You just destroyed it. <laughs> like, talking about, well, if you're just, if you're mentioning restoring a vehicle, I can tell you that firsthand, but... I know how you're. I know exactly. How, I'm, I'm curious. You mentioned restoring vehicles. How does that work as far as like license? If you like replace things with serial code numbers, is it registered as like a new vehicle or? I mean, as far as I know, the like the original serial numbers is what was used when it was created in the factory. But let's say those parts get old and worn out. Obviously, you're going to want to replace them. So you can find matching parts with different serial numbers from the same model car, mm-hmm. or you can just buy aftermarket. Yeah. They're basically just newer versions of it, but still the same, the same part. Yeah. And, you know, I, I restored an old truck with my dad. It was the first vehicle I ever owned. We pretty much rebuilt it bottom to top. The only thing on it that's not new is the rear end. So pretty much everything on that, except for the body and the rear end, are brand new. It's still the same truck, but the old parts that we removed from it to replace. I mean, I would say that those, those like they still have the spirit, you know? So this is, this is also interesting because I think the reason that you're feeling a little frustrated, Adam, is because you made two analogies. One was a function oriented entity. Yeah. And one was a person. So there's kind of the, the, the fallacy of comparing something that has a soul or understand what we understand as like a soul or, Mm -hmm. A spirit, or whatever you want to call it. I've come um, for your pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pickle rig. <laughs> but that that comparison between something that has a soul and something that doesn't, so you can't really right. make the make the comparison. So the, that's kind of where the analogy breaks down: is that you can't really answer the question because you're trying to answer the question of what has meaning versus what has function at right. the same time. See, and like I, I 100% believe that we do have souls. Um, but everything involved in us kind of creates that soul. I don't, I know what I'm trying to say. I just, I don't know how to elaborate on it. Your experiences contribute towards what you consider to be your soul. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a a pretty popular perception as well, but lead us out here, partner. Yeah, let's get out of here. Adam, plug and chug, get us out of here. Dad, Take us home. Me, why do you keep going to me? Because um, <laughs> you know. Welcome, everybody, to catch up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Oh, Leave God. it in. Oh, man. Uh, try again. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, this is Adam here with Parker. I don't know his nickname. I don't remember. It's, there's no nickname. Oh. It's yeah. Just, it's just Parker. You can it's call just, me God King if you want. I am I'd rather not. <laughs> Master of coin. Or king of techno car. Techno or whatever king, the fuck yeah. Was. Harley the engineer. Bye-bye. The Sheik Dariq. Yeah. And me. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I think we've got a Twitter somewhere back in there. Mm-hmm. At just Catch All Podcast. On, on the Twitter. Yeah, at Catch All Podcast. Um, feel free to give us a like or a follow on any of those. Uh, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, any podcast streaming service, you can find us on it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you're feeling real froggy, feel free to go to Patreon, bless you, Harley, 
and donate a dollar, and you'll be able to listen to some fun little behind-the-scenes noises and fart jokes that we crack. Yeah, that's something we've been trying, pre-shows. Yeah, pre-shows. Those are fun. We did our first one last week. Mm-hmm. I think it was going to be a hit. It, it's worth a dollar for sure. I, I'd and pay it was, a it was dollar pretty, for it. It was pretty lengthy, too. Yeah, it was about 30, 30 about, minutes. Yeah, so you get 30 minutes of content there for a mm-hmm. dollar that you're not going to hear Adam's probably super racist in it. No, I'm, I'm probably I, I, asleep, I think we've honestly. established I'm the super racist one here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he's honest. Thanks for falling on that sword, Harley. And I'm the introvert here. So. Or what was it? Uh, okay, well, is that internal or uh, external? Uh, that that would be probably the internal. Yeah. Internal, yeah, the plague of locusts. Forcing the sword into my own abdomen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hoisted by his own petard. Sudoku. Which is also probably Sudoku. Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same concept. Commit Sudoku. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Catch All Podcast is a subsidiary of Catch All Studios, LLC, and the unfortunate brainchild of Parker Ivy. Your hosts have been me, Parker Ivy, Adam Knight, Emily Ivy, Derek Smith, and Harley Chesney. Catch All Studios is located right here in Griffin, Georgia. Our theme song was written by Drew Miller and performed by Adam Knight and Parker Ivy. Our logo was designed by Pia Polito. You can find her on Twitter at WorksByPip. If you would like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash catchallpodcast. Any amount is greatly appreciated and will go towards improving the show.